Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Chai. And it's Redeem Rebel. And you're listening to Unpredictably Elevated. Today's topic is unlikely or unpopular role models. Unlikely as in have, uh, rarely heard of, unpopular as in unpopular. So we're going to get into the black history fact. And our first unpopular role model is Claudette uh, Colvin, who was actually the first person to refuse um, to give her seat um, to white passengers. She was coming home from school, um, and it was her and um, three other uh, passengers, her friends. These guys got on the bus, basically. And the bus driver looked to them to get up. She's her friends got up <clears throat> because she had been um, motivated by uh, Black History Week, which was founded before Black History Month. That that's another fact um, that we'll get into. Um, she felt compelled to like basically stand her ground. Um, so the bus driver asked her to get up. She didn't. So they basically tossed her off the bus, arrested her, charged her with assault, disorderly conduct, um, and a, like yelling obscenities to the to the officers. Um, she was placed in jail, was bailed out by her um, her father and uh, like a, a local minister in the area. Um, her father was uh, he mowed grass, and her mother. I think she did like housework if I'm not mistaken um, but they were poor so um, it was a struggle the the civil rights movement at the time was looking for basically a face to uh, take to the Supreme Court the laws of uh, the segregation laws so it just so happened that uh, Claudette came up um, but they started to kind of get concerned um, one because they were poor Two, because um, she had become pregnant by a married man, which at the age of 15 uh, is clearly that was sexual abuse. And also because she was too dark-skinned. Um, so it turns out there was four other women that wound up being taken to the Supreme Court to try to overturn the segregation law. But Rosa Parks, she was basically just like the face of it. Um, so <clears throat> I guess she's unpopular. She was unpopular because uh, they felt that her being pregnant um, went against the moral code of the black church, which I kind of understand. And then you know how um, if, you, if you're if uh, you being arrested or if you're black and being arrested or a person of color, they'll just try to do anything they can to tarnish your character. So they felt that her being pregnant, that was, that was a, a reason for the cross-examination to basically uh, devalue her character which I kind of understand that like that is a point you know um, something to look at she doesn't necessarily seem like she holds any bitter ill will she did mention in the article that I read that um, it's okay that Rosa was the cause of the mother of the civil rights but she also wants people to know that there were four other women that were actually taken to the Supreme Court that actually overturned the law. Her life was kind of sad because she had dreams of being a lawyer, but instead she was a nursing assistant at a 
Catholic nursing home for 35 years. The son that she had by that married man wound up being on drugs and an alcoholic and he died at the age of 37. So that kind of has a bitter ending, you know. But that's today's black history facts. I think that's interesting because it is a way that they kind of slander us today. Um, they take our basically our situations and use that as to why whatever happened happened. Um, yeah. So we. So it it kind of is understandable, but on the same on the same on the the, the end on the other end, it's just like well. Um, during um, women's suffrage, they uh, the white feminism or Western feminism didn't want to include black women in their fight because they felt that the people that they were trying to get, which were people who still, you know, obviously had issues with race, they didn't want them to to see that, that they are including black people and then and then not want you know to vote for women's suffrage so it it just it's it i don't know it just sucks because we're seen as like a downer like we bring you down like the darker you are the the more they tarnish you yeah, that's true. I feel like I kind of, I do that as well. I'm more susceptible to think negatively about dark skin as opposed to light skin. And you don't even realize why. But I guess it's subconscious because you think of dark darkness. They associate black things as negative. But it's crazy. Even the darkest person is not black. Like I've noticed that like dark skinned black people are actually brown. Kofi Sidibe, his oh, he got a deep chocolate. But people that they say you're so black, you're purple. If you actually, if you, uh, if the sun shines on them, you actually see how they're brown. They just have a very deep. It's like just dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is still brown. It's not black. But because on the surface it looks, your skin looks black, or like I said, subconsciously you thinking negative negativity. Uh, or you've heard negativity concerning brown skin or dark skin then you internalize that and you put that out because it's like the black community like that was the black community saying that like you're too dark you know what I'm saying like damn you know that's that's how you really feel but <laughs> I think that also goes with the simulating yeah like um thinking that if we assimilate we'll be heard why can't we be heard you know without having to um kind of put a, a shadow over our filter yeah over ourselves because you don't realize how many people you affect you would think you don't you don't think that um you could impact people being yourself or that they'll accept you for who you are but then you realize that you'd be surprised at people that you do attract when you are yourself but I think it's just that fear 
we've been rejecting our whole lives, bro. So it's like you don't know anything else besides rejection. Like, so that's why you assimilate because when you are yourself, you're rejected. So you get tired of being rejected. So you try to fit in, even though when you fit in, you're still rejected. So it's like, well, damn, you know, what do you do? For me, that's. It's definitely something that you have to work on personally because knowing that you knowing that there's always you know you're kind of damned if you do damned if you don't you want to be authentic to yourself and that's what I'm struggling with currently because I want to be spiritual but I want to be authentic to who I am I know I have to modify a few things but I still want to be me ultimately but it's just like you feel like you have to like not wear yeah like you have to have different people or personas for different spaces yeah I was watching an uh, interview yesterday with uh, her name is Moo Moo Fresh but her real name is I don't wanna I don't wanna uh just butcher your name. I, I wanna say Mo Momuna Youssef. I probably I know I just killed your name. I no disrespect. But she said that uh we are basically we are all human and she's like it's like schizophrenia because you're trying to compartmentalize or trying to section off parts of yourself when you're a whole person. You know, like you gotta be secular, you gotta be this, that, and the third, and it's like going back to Nola Darling. Does God exist in her freedom to be her expression of her sexuality through her art, through just who she is as a person? It's like, well, if we aren't, you know, if we want to be ratchet one day, uber sexual the next, like Janet, or if we want to be uh, Juanita Bynum one day, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or fucking T.D. Jakes the next, or Pac one day, or The Game, or whoever, you know what I'm saying? Like, But you definitely feel like you have to be different people, and it causes confusion because it's like you don't know who to be. And then on top of that, you're trying to be so many things that you don't even know who you are. So it's like just taking off those masks is like... Exhausting. So, would you, would you want your daughter to to look up to, um, uh, what's her name? And she got us. She's gotta have it. That's interesting. That's a great question. I think I want her to look up to her freedom and her expression of art, because her art was beautiful. I don't know about the sex part. That's something I have to decipher myself because. I still have that good girl, bad girl, don't be uber sexual, but then don't be, I don't want to be super conservative. But I think if, if she's being responsible, ultimately I have no control over what she does anyway. But well, is that someone you would want her, or not that you would want her to look up, but... As a role model? Yeah. Where I am right now, probably not, because I, I feel like she's too free. But see, that's the thing, like, is there a such thing as too free? Or is it just, that's out of my comfort zone, so I bash her because 
whoa, you know, I wouldn't, I don't feel as confident in myself to be that free. But I want her to look up to her freedom, like her sense of who she is and what she wants. And, you know, she seems like, Nola seems very, she knows exactly what she wants. Like, um, she doesn't really sidestep that or there's no, like, pandering or hesitation it's just like okay like first thing like first 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 mind um so i think i want to look up to that i definitely want to practice safe sex though but you got to get it how you live and what does that mean meaning if you want to explore sexuality then go for it because i low-key want to do the same thing but it's just a fear that i don't that you don't want to? Yeah, because it's like, what would I look like? Who would I be? Would I be too out there? Would I be a hoe? You know, like, am I seeking attention? Is it is it something, a desire that I'm trying to fulfill? Am I really being free? Am I, is this what I want to do? Or am I doing it because I see somebody else doing it? It's just a whole bunch of questions and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. What about you? Would you want your daughter to look up to Nola, darling? Well, I've only seen the first. I've only seen the first season. Um, I'm not really sure if I'm gonna see the second one. I don't really care for it too much. But How from, come? Um, I don't know. It's just. It's just like something you watch when you're bored. For me, it's not something. It's not a show that I'm like into. Like, oh, I have to go watch this season. Like for me, for me, my show is Queen of the South. <coughs> Would you want your daughter to look up to uh, either Teresa or Camilla? <sighs> That's so hard because they both have some good qualities, but I think I would lead, lean more so on Teresa because Camilla don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> She just gonna kill you, but I feel like Teresa. Teresa, like, she, I mean, I don't know how the next season is gonna go, but she's she's trying so hard to hold on, you know, to that that humbleness, that humanity. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just I don't know how I don't know if it's gonna go further. So right now, I would I would want my daughter to, um. To look up to Teresa, but I love Camilla's like boldness and just um, her sensuality. Um, yeah, I just those are I definitely. I don't really like Camilla because I feel like she just, I feel like she manipulated her way to the top. I mean, I feel like Teresa did too in a way. But Teresa, I feel like she more put more a little bit more work into it. Whereas Camilla just The thing is it was Camilla's <coughs> in the beginning and then her husband took it over. Was it for real? Yeah, it was Camilla's money all along. Oh snap, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. then that gives me a different perspective. Cause I yeah. thought she was just feeding off her husband. No. Interesting. Okay, well that gives that's then that gives me a different perspective of her. Yeah. So, so her husband was the pussy ass nigga, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, she did on the dance studio. That was hers. Yeah. Damn. 
anyway sorry guys if we're giving you a little bit too much information uh if you do watch queen of the south um, <coughs> yeah so yeah so i would definitely choose Teresa. what about you i choose Teresa because she's smooth as hell Ooh, would you do james or pote Pote. Yeah. Even though I'm mad He's, at him for watching her get raped by his homeboy. Yeah, but I feel like he's redeemed himself now. I don't know if that... That doesn't obviously make up for anything, but... He's definitely... Like, he would take a bullet for her. Yeah, James is... I like James, too, because he's calculated and he got knowledge and stuff. I guess Pote is more like naturally just himself, you know. Still got skill. He ain't got to be all smart and expect her gadget and shit. He yeah. just him, you know. Well, I mean, that's what he was trained to do. Um, I don't know. So, trying to think of unlikely or unpopular uh, role models. The only, <laughs> the only one I can think of will in the entertainment industry were Cardi B and Nicki and then who did you say? We were talking about Lil Wayne but I don't think we went too into detail. I just want y'all to know and if Wayne you ever hear this bro your ass need to go to rehab bro. I don't know if somebody told you that Maybe you got a whole bunch of yes men around you. You don't know me from a canopy, so I can be real with you. Your ass don't look healthy, bruh. You don't. You are an unpopular. You would be an unpopular role model because you're popular for your music and all that shit. But you're unpopular because, nigga, you are killing yourself with them drugs, bruh. Like, I seen you on Instagram, bro. Granted. Well, nah, it wasn't no filter. It was a video. You look just like unhealthily skinny, bro. And I remember you being extra buff as hell. Like, nah, like that. And you influence so many people. So you are popular, but some of the things you're doing is not healthy. So, but I can't say shit because I love Young Thug. I do. <laughs> I love you, Young Thug. But your ass, what the fuck does wipe your nose mean? Isn't that a cocaine reference? I'm just saying. Slime. You feel me? Like, you like snakes and stuff. Snakes is sneaky as hell. And they wait for they prey. So that's that's an unpopular thing. But I love, the one thing I can say that I love about you is what comes from your soul. Like, I can hear, I be, I can feel your emotion in your songs. Like, ooh, bruh. The way you moaning on your, you're not moaning, but just like you're crying out. Just, ooh. I did it. I treat her right. I beat her up. That's why she says she knows. Oh my goodness. Oh, bro. I can feel. That's why I feel like I can hear your soul just crying, bro. And there's emotion in that bit. Even uh, uh, daddy's. I think it's what daddy's birthday. Um, safe. Uh, worth it. It's a whole bunch of songs. Uh, you the one. You. You the one I spend my time with on with you. I can tell you a sensitive ass nigga. Like you be in your feelings for real. You be singing and stuff. So that's what I love about you because I believe that you have a soul and that it bleeds through your music. <clears throat> and I can feel your emotion and it's beautiful. So that's why you are popular to me and probably why you popular to this world. 
But the shit that you do also is very toxic. Like you on drugs. Everybody in your circle drink lean. Getting high. You be talking about fucking bitches. And all that. And going on the blogs. You've been disloyal to Eric, to Jerrica. To Carlay and stuff. So that's, that's the unpopular part. But the popular part I think is you do have an art. You do have an art form. And you are gifted in everything that you do. What about you? What do you like? What do you think is unpopular? Popular about Nikki and Cardi, in your opinion? Um, they both have similar characteristics. Um, so they both have that kind of boss attitude, determination. Um. I don't know, personally, you know, I already know my preference. Um, but it's only because, I don't know. It's, I think it's just really the, the time. Like, it's, Nikki's been out longer, so I've just had a, I've had more time to adjust to her. Whereas Cardi just came out, so I'm just kind of like, <sighs> easy. It's like, it's like Lady Gaga, like. She came out all, oh, and then she kind of just like toned it down. Yeah. Lot. So shout out to Lady Gaga. I know. I feel like she's unlikely as well. No. <laughs> Sorry, someone was. Anyways, <laughs> uh, no, Lady Gaga. I feel like she's. I don't think she's unpopular. Nah. But um, but yeah. So. Yeah, I'm just not quite used to Cardi yet. Um, she does have, like, good beats. I mean, she's good. But I just... I'm talking about her business, though. I think I think she can handle, <coughs> handle business a lot more than people give her credit for. I mean, yeah. Nikki definitely handle business, though. I can't even lie. She definitely... She definitely know how to handle business. Since she's been, think, she been the only prominent female rapper for like, since we've been in fucking, at least since I've been in high school, bruh. And that's been, what, seven years? Yeah. It's, it's been. Like, damn. Yeah, but, um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, definitely, I just like Nikki's attitude. What's she has gotten a little bit she's gotten more arrogant but i mean i feel like that's the same for drake as well um as time goes on it's just they've gotten to the point where it's just like they could put out anything and it would just automatic well i don't, don't want to say automatically but um it would it would get you know some hits or whatever so so who's I feel the like people that you look up to that you consider unpopular? Hold on, this one's getting. Uh, that's what was hard. I was like, when I started writing down, I I was writing down my uh role models, and I was just like, I feel like all of these are popular. Um, Olivia Pope. People started hating her towards in which uh, I read that that's what they wanted. Um, to me, I like her because 
obviously you can see her flaws um especially in her relationships um so to me being able to see her humanist but also to see that she was still getting you know her shit done and well like you know so she didn't let her flaws um hinder her from doing what she needed to do career-wise so i really like that portrayal of of like black women because i feel like we don't really get that we get we get kind of like our personal issues consume our lives right yeah okay well i mean even with being mary jane i guess i didn't finish being mary jane but i think she kind of showed that narrative as well like she have a lot of relationship personal issues but she was doing well she yeah she was doing pretty good in her career i mean yeah she just didn't let it interfere with with her career right yeah so who were so yeah so who were some of yours just young thug and um um young thug um I think, yeah, that's him off the top of my head. Maybe, I like Jennifer, a sexiness. I aspire to be that sexy, bro. I don't know. Some of her songs make me feel uncomfortable, yeah. Orgasm, fake, doing fake orgasms on the song. Like, damn, I aspire to be like that, bro. (laughs) I do, you know, to be that comfortable. With like imagine her in the booth like I just don't you ever go <laughs> for real no I just um I don't know uh I, I, sensuality and sexuality is something that I'm struggling with right now in my life hell fucking yeah because especially on a spiritual journey because you're basically taught you know, not to have sex before marriage. That didn't, you know, work. But now that I'm celibate at this stage of my life, it's just like, okay, so how do I... Continue this. Like, how do I... How how do I do it? <laughs> how do I, you know, get in touch with that sensuality side of me without going into hell (laughs) or without going into what into i don't know like because i feel like a lust is is attached to that maybe not i'm not sure i'm still trying to figure that out but i don't know that's why i didn't want to go to that painting thing because i was just like dicks everywhere (laughs) (laughs) yes so there's this um erotic painting with a sip or something it's like painting with a twist but there's naked men walking around that you're painting you're painting them on a canvas not painting them their bodies i had to clarify that but um but yeah so i was just like i don't think i don't think i'll be comfortable and it's just like you get and i I know remember when i was discussing this with you and it was just like 
been going on a spiritual journey is just so difficult because you start questioning questioning everything like so I'm not supposed to do this or if I do do this like how is it supposed to go I don't know but yeah props to Janet because <laughs> She, I feel like she's one of the few women that's actually had an orgasm through penetration. <laughs> what? Because, you know, most women, like, I was watching this interview today, and this woman, she's like 28, bro. And she's only had an orgasm through head. And it's like, do you know how many women don't come based off of through penetration it's like how fucking sad is that bro niggas come every fucking time bro but it's like we are not like that and it's like why maybe this is leading to why god why god is our why are, why are our bodies a little bit more complex than the male body and it's like and if and if that's the case why did you not create man to be able to know how to open that flower? They don't have the patience. Bless you. <laughs> they don't have the patience. And that's that's just it. Sad. That's it. Because the thing is, is that at least in my past experience... You have to be like our physical is attached with our emotional and our mental. So if you not like mentally or emo or emotionally stimulating me at the same time, I'm just not there. Like, What's, how do you have mental stimulation during sex? Okay, so that is a per person basis thing. You have to know that. But, um, so it's just like, How you, you have to have them. my attention. Like, you have to have my full attention because if you're, and this is another thing that's part of sensuality, assertiveness. Like, being, being okay with being assertive while having sex because you have to be comfortable communicating. I know this, is, I feel like this is going way off topic. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna bring it back. <laughs> but um, you have to be assertive and be able to communicate with your partner. If your partner is not okay with you communicating, if they automatically just feel like you're shooting their ego, that's not the person you need to be with. You need to be with someone like if you say, "Hey, could you not do that? It's not doing anything for me." You need to if they come back at you like, "Oh well, I do this all the time with other girls and it works on them." First, like, just leave. Pick up your stuff and leave. That's not going to go well. So it's just like you, the part of sensuality that I'm struggling with is like how, and I know there's a difference between sexuality and sensuality, and that's what I'm also trying to figure out because I'm currently, there's just so many things I'm trying to figure out. Like, currently I'm working on the difference between affection and intimacy. So to me, that's step one, learning how the difference between affection and intimacy and then sexuality and sensuality. Um, but for mental stimulation, it's just, you just have to have me. I don't know, like, you, 
whether it's talking or what i don't know but it's like i need some you have to have my attention because you'll be doing something if you don't have my attention i'll be thinking about something completely different and just be there like i would have just checked out so do you feel like nikki's an unpopular role model because she knows what she wants sexually and she's kind of stated that through her music through her interviews and in her style and her expression for example like anaconda yeah the thing is is that i believe she's more unpopular because i don't know because i'm trying to think of um like janet janet's um music videos they weren't well i don't want to say that because i haven't i don't think i've seen all of them the ones I've seen, they weren't this. They weren't this tasteful. Right, but what she's saying, so it's like the opposite. Like with Janet, if you were to to put them side by side, Janet's um, her lyrics are very sexual, but her videos are kind of like sensual. Yeah, whereas Nikki's lyrics and visuals are like very out there and then all the plastic surgery too that that gets me i like old old nikki you know this and it makes <laughs> me sad to look at like pictures of her now because i'm just like you feel like it's because she felt insecure i don't know because it's not she didn't have she never had a bad body, so I don't know why she would. The only thing I can think is money. You have the money, go do it. But but we don't think she had a bad body, but she may. And is it also does she is she an unpopular role model because she got plastic surgery? Should be body. A lot of celebrities that. got. Well, I don't want to say a lot of celebrities, but the ones that people follow, like all the Kardashians. Are they unpopular role models? I feel like they're not role models. Even though a lot of people actually look up to them. I know. They I have mean, a lot I mean, of influence. The mom. She's the manager. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck she be on. But she be on some real shit. She knows. I think she just knows how to capitalize. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it is. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. The uh, I don't think I would want my daughters to be looking up to them or watching them in general. I don't. I really don't want my kids watching reality TV. It's so draining, and it's just like all it is is fights and stuff. And then I also heard this one. I heard. I can't remember who I heard this from, but they they were saying that. Um, when they go overseas, the people talk to you in like ghetto uh, verbiage or whatever, because the the t what they get over there is the reality TV. So it's just like that's what's going over there as a rep representation of us. That's so sad. Yeah, that's really sad. So it's just like none of the good stuff is going over there, like. Can we at least get some scandal? At least she's, you know, in the 
doing something, you know, how to get away with mur murder. They're lawyers, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, no, they're getting reality TV and they think that we all are ghetto and speak with our hands and snapping. <laughs> Pat our heads because our heads itch. <laughs> I remember I was at work and my supervisor, she was, um, this was when I was at Brinks. She got a, uh, she, she was patting her weave and the white lady, she was like, are you okay? She's like, well, she's like, oh yeah, my head just itches. She's like, yeah, but why are you patting? And I just wanted to break it down to her like, well, because that's sewn in, you don't want to pull the hair up. You got the pat. Or maybe get a little bobby pin to get up under there. Just, but yeah, so what about Gucci Mane? Okay, so he's and done Keisha a complete. I don't know about her, but <laughs> <laughs> but he's done a complete three sixty. I remember trying to listen to his earlier music and could not, for the life of me, stick with it. Why? I just what couldn't. What you talking about? <sighs> okay, granted, like I feel like his stuff is a little bit deeper now. I have to. Uh, he just uh, dropped another album recently. I've only listened to a few songs. Um, but he, but I don't, I can't remember. It was so long ago, but it, it was just horrible. It really was. It really was. I can't, I, don't, I have no words, <laughs> mm -hmm. but, um, his music now, it just, it, there's a little, some of the songs, there's a, there's more meaning to it. There's more like. He's talking about his life. Whereas mm. I think he was just, back then, he was just talking about just stuff. Just, yeah, basically. Okay. But yeah, um, I mean, now I would, I would, if, mm, if he were to look up to him, or like if my son were to look up to him, I would just really. I would have to have a talk with him first. <laughs> I think with any any like when you're when you raise kids, like obviously I don't know, I don't have kids yet, but the way I see it, whoever your kids are looking up to, or even before they get to a point where they're starting to look up to people, you are their first examples. Um, so if you see them start, you know, looking at Gucci Man or Nicki Minaj or whatever then you know kind of sit them down and be like oh what do you say if they would even talk to you and just be like oh you know you know what do you like about this person or try to get to the bottom of why they like them so that you can kind of redo you you don't have to like tell them oh don't look don't you know do this this and this but try to redirect why it is they're listening to this or why it is that they like these people so that you can kind of get a grip on that because if they're listening to this you know if they're listening to uh young thug because they wish they could drink lean like you know what i'm saying instead of you know listening to him because he's sensitive it's not sensitive yes so well you said sensitive okay yes but it's just have you ever listened to his song? I noticed that when, when I cut them on, you just be quick to turn them off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, damn, she really don't feel this, man. Maybe it's like Future. What about Future? The song I like about Future is, 
I don't want to give you the wrong impression. That song was on like I everything. Love, I love that song. L-O-V-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
But um, with Serena, she really kept it going as far as that that role model of being strong, but also being feminine, like being physically strong and and being uh, feminine. Because mm-hmm. um, that's something I struggle with with my arms, like. I I love Serena's <clears throat> arms and Angela Bassett arms. That always reminded me that you know I'm you know still beautiful. I don't because I was I used to think that you know it was too like masculine. Yeah, like my shoulders and it's just like sometimes I would put on dresses and they would just. Ugh, I remember one this one time I went oh my gosh never mind I'm not even gonna bring that up but <laughs> but yeah it's just it's, it was it was really nice to see. Um, just her embraced that. Um, so yeah, so more so Serena now. And then I admire Coretta Scott King. Um, just for her faithfulness, man. Like going from um going from I can't even remember where she was from. I can't even remember, but to move with Martin and then when they got there, um having people threaten them and threaten to bomb their house and stuff and she basically was like you know i just prayed you know to god to give me the strength to continue to be here with martin i'm just like that is amazing because she could have been like look martin i don't know about you but um I'm not about to sit here and wait for these people to bomb the house. But that's what that's what she did. She committed her life to him. She had to do that. And she got kids by this man. Okay. No. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That was just amazing. And I just I I just always felt connected to that. Um so definitely credit Scott King for her faithfulness and her courage. Um, I'm getting a little biblical here with Nehemiah uh, for his leadership, also his faithfulness, but mostly for his leadership. Um, being able to take everyone um, and not boss them around, but just lead them and be there by, by their side so that when they're building the wall, um, and then also Job, I think Job is also for his faithfulness, um, cause he didn't give up even through mental yeah, struggle. Loyal yeah. To the team. Yeah. So, um, maybe more so for his loyalty, well, his faithfulness and loyalty, but those are my role models. Oh yeah. And obviously I can't forget Michelle Obama. Well, mostly Michelle Obama for her public speaking skills and her confidence. Mm. Okay. Okay, okay. But yeah, so... I feel like role models in this day and age are few and far between, if you ask me. Because yeah, every, every... I feel like everyone has struggles... Mm-hmm. So part of me is like, whose struggles are the the least, or the the not who struggles the least, but 
who is more, I don't even want to say more clean, but just, I don't know. What you mean, like, today's role models have to have to be cleaner than the ones in the past, or? It's like, uh... trying to find because okay so we're realizing for example the Bills Cosby's the R. Kelly's like the you think that they're role models but then you realize that they're I'm not I don't want to say that they're uh, this is a hard subject <laughs> but you just realize that they're human so not to say that we idolize them but kind of some people did yeah. yeah so it's just like okay well who do you choose as a role model I mean I guess we can say for sure we know Barack and Michelle are not gonna come out with some weird sex tape or something they probably got some in the house I mean, yeah, but it's, you never ever gonna see that. That's never gonna come I out. I think the most we heard Barack say he did was smoke weed back in the day. I feel like everybody's done that. And Michelle said she did that one time on a date in her book. One time. She probably Barack done was a time. toker, bro. Like he got high. <laughs> like high high. My man's got high. Shout out to Barack. I know. Also Leo. He is a snack. Have you seen him lately with his beard? Ugh. I feel like that's photoshopped. Bro, it is not. I will show you pictures. I also look up to Leo's, which I feel like is bad. Yes. But it's for different things. Like Barack Obama's a Leo. So it's just when I look up to certain Leo's, it just it's like it makes me believe that I can do those things too. But the downside of that is if you're not a Leo, then I feel like I can't see myself in you, which is not good. Marcus Garvey was a Leo. Napoleon was a Leo. Even though I'm not sure, I'm not too sure about Napoleon. Fidel Castro was a Leo. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I don't know too much about him either, but I know he was fighting. He was basically fighting for the rights of his people. And then that's all I know. Um, Don Rashad is a Leo. This, I be feeling like we are destined for greatness. We are great, you know. Ooh, Maya Angelou. Mainly Maya Angelou, because she's not a Leo. She's actually an Aries. But Maya Angelou, because but she just, I feel like she was a wild woman, but at the same time, very wise. And I kind of want to be that balance, you know what I'm saying? Like, when was she a wild woman? She had she had a wild ways, and I'm not talking about like just ape shit crazy. But she was just very. When I say wild, I mean like she was very outspoken. Okay, yeah. Um, with with just who she was, like she she was just upfront and honest, and she had her own flavor. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that a hundred percent. That's kind of how I want to be. So when I look for role models, I look for a bit of that wild woman like Zoe Saldana and Colombiana. 
She was just so badass, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, that was good, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez and Lost. She was so badass, you know what I'm saying? Um, just, I be looking for badass women. Like, just, they're wild, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're Teresa. not. Yeah, Teresa's wild. She mad wild, but she know how to, she has, she has perfect balance. I know. But just women who are, even Nola Darling, she's a wild woman. You know, I don't know if she has a balance. I think she just, she just exists in her wild. She's just who she is. She gonna fuck who she wanna fuck. She's gonna, but I, I think I admire most about her is that's how I want to live my life as far as being a creative. Like, that's what my dreams look like. They look that bright and that colorful. Well, that's good. So, like, with her art and her freedom to just create and just be, I'm I feel you with the sex thing though, like just how to be a sexual being, like that is difficult. But I admire just I admire women who are wild, in a sense of where they are themselves. They are free. They have no inhibitions. They are just all over the place in a way. I feel like it's not difficult if you're not spiritual. Like obviously you have your your boundaries but once you get your boundaries i feel like you'll just be like nola but if you're a spiritual 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 person trying to be sexual as well like have sexual freedom there's a lot of red tape you gotta go exactly i feel like without spirituality i could be nola because i have no inhibitions i could give two fucks but with with spiritual spirituality it's just like i feel like an old church lady. Sometimes I be going back and forth with God, but then I bring the Song of Solomon. I'm like, God, you was talking about titties and fucking, you know what I'm saying, and bosoms and all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to write erotic poems. Like, nobody's making love in the church. They all, everybody's just having born ass missionary sex. No. Well, I can't speak for all, because I don't know, but. I feel like I'll probably be one of the guests, and I don't want to be that. Nobody wants to be... Okay, I can even say that, because there are people who want to be the old church ladies. But it's just like... I don't think... I don't want to say everybody's a freak, but... I feel like we do it, but we just don't talk about it within the church. And then within the Catholic church, it's just like... No sex before marriage, so... Yeah, but it's like, you doing it, but you don't even know what you're doing. You're not even doing it right. There's no passion behind it. Passion in the sense of intense emotion or... I just found a new definition for passion. Passion is willing to die for something, and they use Jesus Christ. And then compassion is willing to suffer for another. Willing to suffer with another. But it's like, there's no passion as far as intense emotion or willing to suffer. Men are not willing to sacrifice themselves for their women. Like, nigga, can you hold your nuts? Please. Until I get mine first. And then, I promise you, when you bust, it's going to be that, beautiful. And the thing is... But I don't think they know if, how to. The, well, here's the thing. If you want that type of... And this is just my opinion. If you want that type of interaction or intimacy that comes with the right person 
and the right person comes with making sure that you're a whole person, making sure that person is a whole person, and then coming together as one. Right, but I also feel like you have to learn how to have sex with somebody. That comes over time. Right. So I'm saying during the learning process, I feel like people lose hope. And just like, fuck all this. But you so wouldn't if you were coming, if you if you had two individuals who were honest and vulnerable with themselves enough to communicate before, during, and after sex, you would be able to cultivate that relationship quicker. But the thing is, and this is obviously again, this is my opinion, my own experience. The woman is usually more timid. You don't want to seem like you have too much experience, but you also don't want to just let this dude think that he's good and he's not. You know what I'm saying? I've been known to do that. Yeah. So a lot of women have. And so, but if you have a connection with that person where you, where you know that if you say you have a safe space, basically you have, you both create a safe space for each other to come to to come together and say, you know, you know, how are you? Are you good? Am I good? And just be able to talk about the details without someone getting their ego bashed or feeling like they got their ego bashed. But I mean, but it's like it shouldn't. And this is something um, about being humble you know if if you can be humiliated then you're not humble enough you should never be able to be humiliated that's something i'm struggling with because i yeah. feel like yeah I thought about that right so it's just like that's a hard <laughs> struggle and then you realize that that's your ego and your pride that kick in during that humiliation so it's just that's why I said you have to get two people who are self-aware enough to be honest with themselves first. Because if they're not honest with themselves, if they don't think that they can do no wrong, if they don't think that they can um, be better at whatever, then that's going to be a brick wall right there. You're not going to be able to get into that person because every time you bring up something, they're going to be like, oh, well, I have other girls who think otherwise or, you know... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I but I feel know. like after you hear the truth, you can't really do nothing. You can't go come back from that. Like a girl tell you, nigga, your stroke game sucks. And you go to a <laughs> girl. And she's just moaning and moaning. I feel like in your mind, you'll be like, are you faking? Like, you'll always hear the truth ringing in the back of your mind anyway. Okay, well, why don't you go back to that girl that said you sucked and see how you can make it better? Nobody wants to be humiliated. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's a question. But, you know, instead of doing that, just go back to what you know, comfort, basically. Well, not to go back to what you know. Like, just understand that you will never know everything. <laughs> a simple fact. You will never know everything. There's too much shit in the world for you to know. There's, and it's impossible for you to know. The only one that knows everything in the world is God. True. 
So it's just knowing that, then you have to realize, wow, okay, there are other perspectives. There are other people's experiences, you know, that dictate their opinions or whatever the case may be. So it's just like, and then on top of that, the main thing, and this is why you should never compare someone else sexually, because everybody is different. I mean, the spot is near the same, but it's just... <laughs> Everyone reacts differently to different things. They, you know, have different turn-ons and turn-offs. Like, there's so much communication that needs to be done that it's, it's, you cannot take a past sexual experience and apply, just automatically apply it without talking to that person. But it's just like talking about sex with someone you're going to have sex with. It's oddly awkward. Yeah. We don't really know too much about it. We don't. Because we're taught two things. And what's that? Abstinence. And sex is bad. Or sex produces babies only. Yeah. There's a whole mislogic going on. I, I really feel like when I die, I'm going to go to my happy place. And a ball of energy is going to be like, bro, what'd you think? What'd you think it was going to be? And I'm going to be like, I don't know, God, I've spent so much shit. I didn't know what this was going to be like. Yeah. I feel like even the whole spirituality thing is a mindfuck. Did you watch, this is... I mean, we're still way off topic, but did you watch the um, movie, uh, it was like, The Sausage, Sausage Party. Yeah, that was funny. So, but did you get the message in that? Yeah, they all thought that the afterlife was just a whole bunch of good stuff, but in actuality it was them getting just slaughtered by humans being eaten. Right. But, the... Between the lines that I got was, so the, so basically humans are the packaged foods in the grocery store. We have this belief that when we leave the grocery store, amazing things will happen to us, right? Mm -hmm. But once, um, but what we don't know or we don't realize, because everything was like, oh, they want to come back to the store or whatever. So the thing that I got was they got, hold on, I'm trying to remember because this was a long time ago, but basically it was just like, we're believing in a system that kept us all in one place. So basically I feel like he was saying, I'm saying basically a lot, but they were, to me it was saying that the Bible was created to keep everybody in line. Yeah, but if the outcome is still we're going to get slaughtered, then does that just defeat the whole purpose of religion? I don't know, but I would rather believe really than believe not believe. They believed in that song with everything. To only find out that that shit. They, don't even, they didn't even know why the fuck they were singing that shit. Right. So it's like, damn God, what are you trying to say? 
But it's like, who the fuck made all this shit, bro? There's got to be a God, because who the fuck made this shit? I know the universe can't create itself, but then some people say, who created God? That's where the absolute truth comes in. I think I'm familiar with the absolute truth. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. I'm definitely not going into detail with that. That absolute absolute truth and relative uh, relativism. Those are two concepts I'm still trying to to wrap my head around because it does it just doesn't make sense. But um, but yeah. So that being said, what are you listening to? <clears throat> Nothing to be honest with you. <laughs> Just radio trip, radio tripping. Listen to the same old thing. Um, I listened to Air Ari Lennox last night. That's about it. But just listening to my thoughts, which is not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it is a good thing, just not all day. Yeah, because after this, I'm definitely going back to my thoughts. You need to go to bed. I'm not tired. I'm actually hungry. Anyways, so uh, let me what see. The other night, to? I listened to Queen Again by Nicki Minaj. There I was feel a lot like of I, set, I set you back listening to that. You did. No, you didn't set me back. Okay. What was you about to say you did? <laughs> I thought she was going to say, like, because you were the one that requested that album. Um, and then I just listened to the whole thing, and then you left and went to sleep. Or something. Maybe, well, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, I was I've been listening to that. I really want her to come out with an album where she's I know where she's just singing. Uh, I don't know about all that. I do. I really want it to happen. It will. Yo, Nikki, I mean, my sister got a thing for you. I ain't even realized. First that. off, no. I'm not talking about like that. <laughs> I'm just saying like you're a fan. Because I I felt like I was like that in the beginning, but it just kind of some of your shit just popping. I'm about to love you, bro. For real. Sorry. Yeah. What are you gonna do when we get real mics? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Continue to do my thing. What you Bro. Mean? Oh my gosh. Anyways. Just, sometimes I forget that we're recording because it's like we're having a normal conversation. I understand that. I'm trying to keep it professional. Yes. I got you. Anyways. So, um, besides that, I started listening to this audiobook. Um called Suns Hold on, let me I don't want to get this wrong. It's called Sun Stand Still. Sun Stand Still from Stephen Furtick from the Elevation Church. Interesting. Um it's pretty good. Um I feel like you should read it. But so I'm listening to that right now. Of course I'm still reading um Think and Grow Rich. I'm sorry guys, it just it's a hard read the first time. It really is. Um, <laughs> and what else? What else? What else? I think that's all I'm listening to right now. Some R&B house music. That's what that was? No, that was Chill Hop. And I'm talking about when we was riding with Mama. Oh, yeah, yeah. R&B house. Interesting. Yeah. So what's got your mind? <sighs> Finding joy in my life. 
That's real. That's from the from the book. Uh, the other the actual book I started. Uh, what I know for sure by Oprah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because you were just talking about this, we were just realizing that we're going through life in a survival mode and not really living. So it's just like, and we didn't, I don't think we did this today. We were supposed to do one thing every day that brings us joy. I, I, I did. I well, I went to mass today. So that's that nice. Yeah. I once try to go every day, but I'm, I, I feel like I'm pressuring myself to go to mass every day. But um, I might try to get up. What's today? Tomorrow's Monday? I mean, today's Monday. Yeah, tomorrow's Tuesday. So I'll go. I think I'll go every other day, Wednesday. So I'll go Wednesday. Um, but yeah, so just trying to find joy in my life and just trying to survive. Like, I really want to go. I want to get money to go to Afropunk this year. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. Because we have some... You know you should sell your shirts there. That's a whole nother thing. But, um... But yeah, so just trying to do something every day. I think tomorrow I'm going to do yoga. But, like, not quick yoga like I try to, but just, like... An actual full session? Yeah. Because I haven't done yoga in a while. Like, a real yoga in a while. In a while. Okay. We need to go, oh, can we go hiking this week? That'll bring me joy. Real hiking, bro. So you need to get some mosquito repellent. Okay. But yeah, so um, that was it for session six of Unpredictably Elevated. You never know what you might learn or realize. True. I'm Redeem Rebel. And I am Chai. We'll see you guys next time. We'll not see, but we'll talk to you guys. I'm sure they. I'm sure they understand. Maybe not. (laughs) Peace, y'all. All right, chill out. Find joy, guys.